0: Oh, doctor, Nikolai, you bet. Oh, doctor, Nikolai, you bet. Thomas, you Nikolai. Now, you're Nikolai. All who love Nicholas the saintly. Those who serve Nicholas the saintly. Him, will Nicholas receive and give help in time of need, Nicolai. Saint Nicholas, pray for us who love you. O Father, humbly we beseech you. We will always praise your name, your great deeds we will proclaim forever. Slava Isus Agostul, Slava Navike. Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again, um, and I'm doing another podcast. And with Christmas just around the corner, just a few weeks away, I thought it would be interesting to talk a little bit about St. Nicholas, the real Santa Claus. We all know who Santa Claus is. But many people don't understand or don't realize that the legend of Santa Claus comes from a real person. That is the person of Saint Nicholas. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, where the legend of uh, Santa Claus came. But mostly I want to talk today about this saint, this great Saint Nicholas. Of Myra in Lycia, who lived many, many, many centuries ago. So, when we uh, talk about Saint Nicholas, we have to remember where he came from, what the world around him was like, and, you know, how he became such a great saint in our Christian tradition. So, um, Saint Nicholas was, uh, born in the, uh, early, uh, th- uh, fourth century in the, uh, town of, uh, Myra, okay? Uh, actually, he was born in the city of Patera in the region of Lycia. Okay, and his pious parents were Theophanes and Nana. Okay, so his parents, like many parents of great saints, of biblical figures, were childless for many, many years. And, uh, you know, their prayers, their uh, fasting, their um, sacrifices... They're they're wanting to have a child, was heard by God. And uh, right from his birth, uh, when when he was born, they uh, began a life of teaching St. Nicholas the Christian faith. Okay, so there's a legend that right from the beginning of his life, St. Nicholas began a life of fasting and on Wednesdays and Fridays he would not accept milk from his mother until his parents finished their evening prayers. And he was a very smart student growing up. He uh, read the Bible constantly, Divine Scripture. He prayed and read the books uh, that his parents had. And eventually he was ordained um, a priest uh, early in his life so um because his parents were quite wealthy and had died when Nicholas was a young boy, he had quite a bit of wealth with him, but he didn't use that wealth like we would use today to buy our own things, to use it for our own selfish purposes. He used that wealth to help others around him in the world. And you have to remember, um, he was living in the fourth century and he there was a lot of poverty at that time. In the Roman Empire, where he, he was uh, born, um, a lot of people were impoverished. They had not th- not even close to what we have today for material possessions, and this living day by day, getting the their basic needs met, was quite a challenge for a lot of those people who lived during that time. So from the time he was a priest he was well known in his area to help those who were in financial difficulty who needed different um different help needed because of their uh states of life and some of the more famous stories that uh, are attributed to Saint Nicholas, are when um, he would give these bags of gold to this very poor family who had three daughters that needed to be married. And remember, at that time, uh, they needed dowries. That means they had to have some kind of uh, wealth, some kind of money in order to get married. To give to their uh, husbands' families, and or else they would have been basically enslaved. Um, you know, so because there was this one family who was very poor, he threw these bags of gold down their uh, chimney uh, or through the window, and that's where we we get that uh, tradition today of of say of. Uh, Santa Claus coming down with presents to through someone's uh, chimney because of this legend of Saint Nicholas. So, three different times he threw bags of gold into this uh, man's house so that he, the, the man could marry off his daughters and have the money to do so. Um, another famous story, uh, about Saint Nicholas. Was um, when he had gone to uh, uh, the Holy Land for a pilgrimage. So Saint Nicholas um, was was helping those people who were going on this pilgrimage, and he predicted that a storm would arise and uh, threaten the ship and kill all the passengers. So through his prayer, um, a certain sailor of the ship who had fallen from the mast was mortally injured, was restored to health. He calmed the waves of the sea by his prayers and the whole ship was saved and it didn't sink. So he was very, very holy right from the beginning of his uh, priesthood. Like I said, he would use his money for, um, for the good of other people. He wouldn't hoard his money and he would be very, very generous. But we have to remember that Saint Nicholas was not only famous for his, um, for his goodness of his heart for helping other people. Saint Nicholas was also a bishop. And he was very famous for protecting the faith of the church. So that's one thing as well we have to remember. St. Nicholas protected uh, the faith of the church against heresies, against false beliefs at that time. And one of the most famous stories was in the year 325, when he was a participant in the first ecumenical council. So, this council was this, was uh, all the different Christ, uh, Catholic priests and bishops that got together in Nicaea. And they were talking about um, the Arian controversy. Arius was a renegade priest, a heretic, who basically said, that Jesus was this a normal human being, that Jesus was not divine, Jesus was not the Son of God. So, uh, many people were believing this lie. Many people were believing Arius, this renegade priest, that um, Jesus was not... Uh, was not the son of God was not divine That was just an ordinary created human being so at this council there is this uh, legend and we don't know if it's true or not but that Saint Nicholas um, went up to this priest Arius when Arius was saying that Jesus was not the son of God and basically he slapped him on the face to, to, to show him that he was, um, you know, uh, very mm-hmm. wrong in his belief that, mm-hmm. that Jesus indeed was the son of God, that Jesus indeed, uh, was divine and that Arius was talking falsehood and was, um, you know, destroying the church by his false beliefs. So this is one thing that, Saint Nicholas was very, very famous for as well, not only for his uh, gifts of money to those people who needed it, but for his protection of the our belief, our Christian belief that we have today. So that's that's one thing that we have to remember about Saint Nicholas, and of course, you know, at that time as well. People were very angry at Nicholas for protecting the church's beliefs. People were very angry and would persecute him, would try to harm him, would try to you know um, make lies and stories about him that were not true. So uh, St Nicholas had to overcome a lot of this during his life uh, during his many, many uh, uh many trials and tribulations that he had to go through and his um dealings with these heretics, with these different people who were teaching lies against the church, uh against the truth of who Jesus was, against the truth of the hierarchy and all that stuff. So uh we have to remember that even though uh Saint Nicholas today is well known as You know, we we see him as Santa Claus. He wasn't always well liked in his lifetime by the people that he served. But because of his belief, um, his right belief, because of his uh, knowledge of the faith and his uh, service to spread the word of God throughout all the... Churches that he served as the priest and bishop. He, of course, became famous to us today and, uh, became the saint that we know him as. So, um, so how did the, the, the legend of Santa Claus start then? If we know that Saint Nicholas was real and lived in the uh, early fourth century or was uh, very generous with his wealth. Uh, was, was at the Council, uh, of Nicaea and protected the church belief. How did Santa Claus originate? Well, um, Santa Claus came from the real person of Saint Nicholas, right? So for many of the European nations, December 6th, the anniversary of Saint Nicholas's death, was celebrated uh among the, the the Christian European nations for many many centuries and when the Europeans came to America to North America uh they brought that legend of St Nicholas that that story of St Nicholas to uh, uh to the new world especially uh to New York so uh, Dutch families, especially, um, called him uh, Saint Nicholas, the short for Saint Nicholas, and eventually that became Santa Claus. That's the short form of Saint Nicholas. So you can see how the word Santa Claus came from there. Uh, in the early eighteen hundreds, uh, Santa Claus was this. You know the Dutch form of Saint Nicholas, a short form of Saint Nicholas. But of course, in our modern world, we forgot about the actual saint, and this began to have this legend of a Kris Kringle or Santa Claus, as as uh, movies with the with the uh, describe him has and then stores would begin to show St Nicholas I mean Santa Claus in his uh, red suit you know that's uh, that's how we see him as today in his uh, in his uh, red suit and his hat and big beard like uh, as we see as children know St Nicholas today but we have to remember that's that St uh, Santa Claus is Really, St. Nicholas. You know, and, and it's, it's really sad to me that, you know, children who learn about Santa Claus from an early age are not taught where this legend of Santa Claus comes from. The actual St. Nicholas, who was that great saint that I described uh, during this podcast. So, you know, uh, it's great that that at least we have this legend of, of Santa Claus, who has the good um, uh, the good values that Saint Nicholas had his his love of children, his um, love of giving to the poor, his love of helping those who are in need. You know, and and of course the main po- uh, point of the story of Santa Claus is giving gifts to other people, which was. One of the main um attributes that Saint Nicholas lived throughout his life, giving his wealth to others uh to help them in any way, but we also can't forget that other attribute that maybe our society of San- that 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 talks about Santa Claus doesn't remember as well that his his um faithfulness to our Christian faith you know his faithfulness to to teach the people that Jesus is actually the Son of God, that Jesus is divine, that Jesus um, you know is one of the Holy Trinity, and of course, <laughs> we don't learn about that in the legend of Santa Claus. We don't learn about that when when we teach uh, children from a young age who Santa Claus is, so I think we have to be very aware. That St. Nicholas, or Santa Claus, as you call him today, is not just about giving presents. He's about faithfulness. He's about um, uh, teaching the truth of our Christian faith. I think that's very, very, very important to teach our children today as well. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today about uh, St Nicholas versus Santa Claus and um you know as as we prepare for this next few months about our few weeks about uh, you know preparing for Christmas we want to remember um you know teach our children teach those who don't know anything about St Nicholas who he actually was and yes, Santa Claus is great for the children. He um, gives great values about caring for other people, about giving our wealth for others, to helping others. But we can't forget that one aspect of St. Nicholas about his faithfulness in Jesus Christ as well. So um, uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. God bless you. And I will um, talk to you again in the next, next future. Bye.